Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Welcome to Minnesota Monday. I'm happy to be here with you, kicking off the week with something quick and actionable that you can implement right away that'll make you more magnetic and effective. Today with me, once again, Noah Kagan of AppSumo slash Sumo Me. Slash. Slash OKDork. Okay <laughs> slash. Um, that's it. You probably own a lot more domains, but... We were talking today on our 6.18 or whatever mile walk in the morning about productivity and how people people often ask, how do you get so many things done? I, I assume you get the same question. And I'm not naturally, or I should say I have not naturally been a productive person. I do get a lot of things done because I put systems in place. And the systems are very simple, but whenever people ask for productivity advice or how to get more things done advice, they never, they always want to make it really complicated. There's tons of huge systems and they fail or they don't implement them. And so I wanted to talk about why productivity is actually very simple, but just the concepts and systems are seldom applied. With productivity, I think a lot of people do a few things incorrectly with productivity. Number one, they're not prioritizing the right problem. So they're like working on random shit versus working on the right shit. Number two, they're looking for some tool to solve the problem when it's actually just themselves. And so really what, you know, my favorite productivity ever was like my Treo 650 for the old school people out there. It, wow. Is that a Palm Pilot? Yeah. I got so much yeah. that and like my, you know, journal planner, my daily planner. I was killing it on the productivity game. My belief is, is, is two things. One, I think people have figured out their productivity since they were probably in high school. And by this point, more or less, it won't change. Right. They haven't bothered to update it. They, they, ele- they made electronic what they used to put on maybe exactly. in the little student homework notebook or something, but that's pretty much it. Totally. I think people think that the new productivity tool is going to do the work, but it won't. The one thing that I would recommend that I've found for myself, and it sounds like for you, Jordan, too, specifically, is look at when you've been the most productive and what can, how can you replicate that? So for me, my most, most, my most productive time is when I'm in an airplane. I honestly would probably cure cancer. Like if you left me in an airplane for a year, cancer would be cured, HIV. I mean, I don't know. You hear that? Hunger. Scientists all have working on cancer and HIV for the last couple of decades. <laughs> Noah Kagan just needs more flight flight time, more flying hours. I just need those miles, bro. Give me the miles. <laughs> no, but the point being is that you have to understand, okay, so what is it about that environment, right? And then how do you recreate that on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis? So for me, it's, okay, I don't have really anyone else around me. Two, I already have blocked out work I want to do. And three, there's no distractions. I'd never pay for Wi-Fi on airplanes. I, I never do the same. Yeah, do the same thing. It's, it's, I can survive for 14 plus hours, clearly, without internet. And that's, a, that's the longest flight you're ever probably going to have. So there's absolutely no reason. It, it's, I have so many things to read and write that require no totally. access to the internet. And I, I'm sh- I'd be shocked if you're listening to this and you're like, no, I actually need internet the entire time. And I'm going to get 100 emails about some people who do totally. things that are always connected. And that's fine. But if you have nothing to read, read for pleasure. You'll thank oh. me later. I guess the two things that I wonder with that is, number one, I block it out in my calendar. So I actually have time each week where I'm like, this is my airplane mode. Yep. Do you have airplane mode? Well, I actually Holy do. Shit. Yeah, this is my calendar. Yeah. That's thank you. fucking wild. These are all different appointments, of course. So yeah, you have, what do you call your airplane mode? Uh, I, I, call, I put prep, I show prep is what it's called. Show prep? But show prep mode is literally anything from reading to researching to replying to uh, my producer's internal communication or something like that. But very even that's rare. Uh, but I will also mostly, ju- most of the time I'm literally just reading at that point and taking copious notes on what I'm reading. You That's know, it. One thing I wonder about, do you feel better when you're doing interviews and creating things or when you're consuming things? 
That's a great question. Uh, probably something for more a more philosophical one for another show, but creating, <laughs> creating, definitely. All right, exactly, creating. exactly. I think that's just something I try to get back to. It's like when I'm starting to reply to a bunch of emails and not being productive, I'm like, this is why I feel like shit. How do I feel better? Yeah, just go start making things and, and creating things and moving things forward versus just like consuming and taking things in. Right, because he, I, I definitely understand that. Here's where a lot of people, in my opinion, are mistaken. They will replace creating something with, well, I wrote back all those, I replied to all those emails and I handled all that. I mean, inbox zero, I, totally. I did all this social media stuff. That's not really creating because you're not really creating a body of work by doing that. You're treading water. And so at, in the moment, it feels good. Like, ah, I'm at inbox zero. This is amazing. This is so good. And then you look back and you could have a whole year of inbox zero where you didn't do a damn thing that's worth, that has any legacy whatsoever right? There's no legs. And so it's ultimately very unfulfilling and unsatisfying. True. So what I use for productivity for people who are like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah, what just, do, what do just you give use? us the fucking tool? Right. Precisely. All right, yeah. Give us your tools. I'll give my tool. So here, here's what I got. I use my count. This is my number one productivity tool is busy Cal or iCal or whatever calendar, Google calendar that you use. I block everything off. It uses 15 minute blocks. That doesn't mean every task is 15 minutes long. When do but you block it off? Do you block, do you actually, when do you review and start blocking off things? This stuff fills up before the day arrives. Well before the day arrives. This calendar is made largely weeks or months in advance. Do you review it though? So like two things I'm, I'm wondering. So one, like on my Sundays, I look at my calendar and I kill a lot of stuff because I'm like, that's a lot of shit I just don't want to do. And secondly, I don't do this yet, but this is what I'm doing moving forward and experimenting with is I create daily themes. I don't. It's, I would imagine you have something like that. So like Monday is my prep day. Tuesday for you would be your interview day. Wednesday is your like relaxed day. Thursday is your exploration day. And then Friday is another interview day. I do that, but less so. Uh, for example, look, Monday, when I look at Monday, I've got a lot of administrative stuff. It's like check the mail, uh, the actual physical mail, check the mail in the office, which is all scanned by a company called Earth Class Mail. I check that online. I check our corporate Facebook pages, make sure that our employees' internal communication stuff is working. Uh, I have a show prep meeting with producer Jason where we go over all the, the guest pitches that made the initial filter, and we look at the next two weeks ahead to make sure, do we have the book from this person? Did this book get read? Do we have the resources? Are we ready for the shows this week? That kind of thing, and general catch-up. Then I usually work out. I've got a Chinese lesson. I eat some lunch. And then I do the rest of the day, I, I prep for shows, I leave for show prep, because if the answer to the, our prep meeting questions is, no, I'm not ready for Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday's show, I got to finish that stuff up, and that could take hours. That could literally Dude, take hours. That is crazy. So for, you're doing, I mean, so how many hours are you prepping per a, an interview? Eight to ten hours. Good Lord. Yeah. But that that's the one of the reasons why they're actually Good decent is because I've looked at everything they've done. And then I've read deeper than what more. Anyway, we're on a totally different. Yeah. All right. So use this. Topic use for, what else do you use for your productivity? And your so tools? I block off. Here's the here's the key, though. If it's on the calendar, it gets done. If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't get done. And that sounds really dumb, straightforward. But this is the way most people are. Well, this is on the calendar, but I'm kind of tired or, oh, but I've got to do this other thing. So I'm just going to do that over this time slot. But what happens to this task? It, it gets bumped into oblivion. So the beautiful part about having it physically on this calendar is if I do something else, I will mark it in the calendar, and then I got to drag this thing somewhere else in my week hmm. to, to get it done. 
and where does it go? Because most people, many people anyway, will spend the entire day going through a bunch of different stuff and this stuff will get pushed. But since they're not moving it around on the calendar, they're just saying, I'll do it later. They end up with 10 hours of work that they've got to do and it's Friday afternoon at 2 p.m. and none of it's getting done ever. Or it backs up so far that they start to feel guilty about not doing anything and you start to feel like crap and these tasks start to fall by the wayside and things that should be essential are falling by the wayside because at 8.30 you didn't feel like going to the gym, you felt like doing something else and you didn't rearrange it on the calendar. The other thing is if it's not on the calendar, it does not get done. So if there's no room for a workout in here, you gotta delete something and put the workout in there. Don't start working out over the uh the call that you've got with this conference call and don't be late for this and then don't push your inbox stuff off, urgent emails because you're working out and then just not do it. It's really, really easy, but it just requires discipline. You just have to be anal, retentive about planning out your entire day hour by hour from when you get up until when you are done working. So I have something written here that says shut down complete and that's at 6 or 8 p.m., and that is the end of the day, and I literally say shut down complete. This is credit to Cal Newport, who wrote Deep Work. I say shut down complete. I put my laptop or my computer away. I go to Jenny's parents' house, eat dinner, whatever, go out to dinner, go to a movie, watch TV, which is pretty rare, but still done with Westworld and things like that. Sometimes I will read after this if I'm like, but that book is so good, I will read it, but only if I'm enjoying it. If it's like, oh, I'm slogging through this damn thing for the show, it doesn't do, it doesn't happen. But luckily, most of the shows and most of the people I interview are friggin' fascinating, so I can't wait to finish this stuff. So this is really important, and this has been my productivity key for so, so, so long alongside a to-do app like MeisterTask, Todoist, or Remember the Milk. And the reason for that is because what happens is otherwise people start using their email inbox for to-dos, and that becomes a huge effing disaster because most of our inboxes are are crazy anyway. So imagine if you've got fan mail, internal employee communication, and you're using that as a to-do list. What's at the bottom of that inbox? A bunch of to-dos that never got done and never will. So you have to have this. The other reason is because if I don't know what time I'm gonna be able to do something, because that's the excuse most people have for not putting something in the calendar right away, then what? Where do I write it? Am I gonna remember it? Hell no. Am I going to put it on my calendar at a time and then move it later? Maybe, but what if there's no time in the next two weeks because you've actually been using the system and you've planned it, you have to put it into another task app to migrate it into the calendar and you have to do that every single effing day or you will drown. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, so you put everything, what about something like a thought? Like you're like, hey, maybe I want to do this in the future. Where do you put that? That goes into a, a either a project in MeisterTask, which is what I have right now, or some people use Evernote for someday maybe. I don't like that because I want to actually move someday maybe into tomorrow. It's interesting. I was at a 37 Signal seminar a few years ago and I stuck with it. I stayed the whole time because it was great. Wow. Can't believe that. But what they do is that they generally don't create like a roadmap for their products. They just delete everything and then they kind of look for what stuff keeps bubbling up. And so I've been trying to get better at that where I have an idea for something and I'll put it on my like kind of note and I use iNotes uh, or I put it in my like to-do list. And then I'll delete it and I'll be like, I wonder if it comes back. And if it comes back, it's like, okay, that's clearly something that uh, I've been thinking about and I want to do. Interesting. So it comes back, meaning somebody asked you to make a networking product. Somebody asked where that networking product is. Why don't you have a networking product? Hey, I wish you'd teach me how to network. Why don't you have it? Yeah. Okay. That's why we made social capital. So many people were like, I'm just, I want to just learn networking for business. Uh, Especially a lot of the AOC sisters. They were like, look, a lot of this stuff's super useful, but I want to come to boot camp. Oh, I can't. 
why the hell not? Here's social capital, right? So it's a unisex product that teaches business and relationship networking. People kept asking you for it. Because people kept effing asking for it. And not only that, but we were good at it. So it's like, why aren't we teaching that? People want it. And this is something we've basically almost mastered at this point. We should create a product about it. Oh, yeah. Not just, well, we did the market research and studies show that they'll buy this if we create a crapola PDF and then put it up online for $10 billion. Like, that's what most people marketing-wise do. But you're right. The bubble, what keeps bubbling up and what am I actually good at? That Venn diagram in the middle there, what am I good at and what keeps bubbling up? That center overlap, that's where you should be creating products and services. Yeah. We True. just diverted. We just took a turn. No, we'll come back. But I dig that. that out. I dig that. Actually, I think that's awesome. Uh, the few other things that I do for productivity, I was trying to think about it. So I use a moleskin. So a lot of times what you'll see, Jordan, is like, this is a date, and I'll put generally three to five things. Showing me a notebook with a date uh, with three to five bullets next to it. Yeah, and I generally, what I do personally is on Sunday nights, I plan my week. And so I'll actively look at, like, is this a week that I'm looking forward to or not? And then I'll try to understand what it is, and I'll cut things or add things. And I'm like, and I, so it helps me adjust and look forward to the week. Uh, as well as, I, and I've said this before, I have a, a text file. I just use a text file. And so what I do is, and I'll, I'll do two other things that I'll share, but the text file, I have basically things I want to work on, things I want to work out, like my fitness, and then personal things like what will be fun, right? And so I'm like, oh, here are the fun things I'm looking forward to this week, like coming to the seminar, seeing some friends, going to SF. Uh, that was on my list for this week, and now I can check it off that I did it. The other thing I do, because I think there, what, what, what the challenge is, is that there's a short-term kind of like, just get the shit done, and then there's like long-term projects. Yes. Right? And long-term projects, frankly, are, you know, it's just a uh, combination or culmination of like a bunch of small tasks. And so I have long-term projects that I keep on a sticky uh, on the background of my laptop and all my laptops. And so I always continually see my long-term projects and it's like, all right, well, am I moving towards that? Do I have it in the calendar? Do I have small tasks that are helping me lead towards right. that? Right, small tasks so you don't have one in the back that's like, write book. It's like, figure out topic of book, yes. outline first chapter or whatever. I don't know how to write a book, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so I, in my bucket list for the year on my sticky notes, I have write a book. But then each week I'm I'm looking back on my to dos like am I, is this something I can something small that I can start accomplishing it moving towards the week. Perfect. I hope this was helpful. This is a little glimpse into the world of Noah Kagan and myself, our productive measures that we take to make sure we're getting stuff done and moving towards our goals all the time. Don't forget about the Art of Charm Challenge. We're going to help you connect with others, create more productive, there's that word again, personal and business relationships, and we've got step-by-step challenges to help you move forward, and there is a Facebook group with Literally thousands of other AOC family taking the challenge as well. Of course, AJ and I are in there with the rest of the Art of Charm team helping you all move through the challenges. Text CHARMED, that's C-H-A-R-M-E-D, to 33444 here in the States, or go to theartofcharm.com slash challenge and get rocking. All right, everybody, have a great week.